Francis Gargani, Redemptress, stationed in our provincial house in Washington, D.C., happy to be with you once again on the 6th of the last month of 2023, this month of December. Happy especially because this is the season of Advent, my favorite liturgical season of the year. Both readings today are so rich, but because of time limitation, let's listen to the first one from the prophet of this season, Isaiah, chapter 25, verses 6 through 10. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy rich food and pure choice wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all people, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God to whom we look to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. Today's gospel, which I hope you will also read, is from Matthew chapter 15, verses 29-37, one of several accounts in all four gospels, the second account of Matthew, of the multiplication of loaves and fish. Advent is the season that plunges us into the very new year of our liturgical calendar and, of course, is the preparatory season for the great festival of Christmas Epiphany, the feast of irrepressible light. But it's really not about making believe that Christ didn't come among us, though it certainly invites us to immerse ourselves into the mystery of Christ taking on our flesh. But from the beginning, Advent's cry has been, Come, Lord Jesus. It was born of the early church's longing for what traditionally has been called the second coming of the Christ. Persecuted and shunned, the early Christians earnestly longed for Christ to return to bring about the fulfillment of God's kingdom, to end the valley of tears their existence had become. And so you can understand how today's reading from Isaiah became such a consolation to those early Christ disciples and helped them focus on the end times, which in their hope wasn't full of doom and gloom, but rather full of promise fulfilled. Death is destroyed forever as God wipes away all our tears. The Lord yearned for us, has prepared a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy rich food and pure choice wines. The end times, then, was certainly something to yearn for, to long for, to give them hope and endurance in a time of trial and persecution. Advent, therefore, invites us right from the get-go to renew our commitment to not give up working, as it were, for the coming of God's kingdom of compassion, justice, and peace. It's a tricky season because it forces us to recognize 
We are living between the first and second coming of Christ. It's filled with images of hope and promise, but it doesn't allow us to camouflage or to escape into some imaginary reality that refuses to embrace our world as wounded, divided, and deeply hurting. In Matthew's second account, today's gospel, before Christ can't imagine dismissing the crowd of people that were with him, managing to feed them, because he is the one who is the encounter with the boundless hospitality of Abba God. Christ first expresses that hospitality by, quote, curing the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. Matthew 15 narrates, The powerful Advent image of all being fed because of the limitless hospitality of Abba also reminds us that before we can really feast, we must be engaged in the challenging work of restoring people's dignity and integrity. Advent demands no less. If we can't cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, in the face of injustice and discrimination, in the face of ongoing pollution of Mother Creation, in the face of the wars ravaging people's lives and destroying creation, in the face of the divisiveness and violence eating away at our social fabric, if we can't cry out, Come, Lord Jesus, then we can't truly sing the gorgeous Advent hymns that are a cry for hope in the midst of darkness, music and lyrics that try to express the groanings of our heart for the incarnation to transform us and everyone and everything into the cosmic Christ. People look east, the time is near. Of the crowning of the year. Make your house fair as you are able. Trim the hearth and set the table. People look east and sing today. Love the guest is on the way. Pharaohs be glad the earth is bare. One more seed is planted there. Give up your strength, the seed to nourish, that in course the flower may flourish. People look east and sing today, love the rose is on the way. Stars keep the watch when night is dim, one more light the bow shall brim, shining beyond the frosty weather, bright as sun and moon together. People look east and sing today, love the star is on the way. Angels announce on this great feast, him who cometh from the east, Set every peak and valley humming with the word, the Lord is coming. People look east and sing today, love the Lord is on the way. Amen.